If you have ever been curious about Dungeons and Dragons, or the people who play it, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Ready Set Roll Insight, where you will learn how to be a better player and what drew people to the game in the first place. Now, join us for Insight with your host, Daniel Wells. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Ready, Set, Roll, Insight. I am your host, Daniel Wells, and with me today is um, professional streamer, Engines the Stone, my buddy Rodar from that good old UK, who I have had on the show before. Say hi, buddy. Hi, everyone. Hi, Onyx. Thanks for having me here. Rodar is a very high-energy, uh, fun-loving streamer who um, makes his way through the internet doing various um, cosplays, let's say. <laughs> you could call them that, or you could call them what they are. A throw-together. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this man in a fishtail. It's been quite a journey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And we won't stop there. We've got bees and maids as well. Yes. Um, but um, the last time I had Rodar on, he uh, talked about, well, his Twitch stream and everything. And it has progressively grown since last time. And we're going to talk about a few new projects that he has on the back burner, um, what he's been up to lately, and uh, what he looks like to be in the future. If you want to listen to Rodar's role-playing background, uh, you can catch that on the older episode of Insight where I had him on the first time. Uh, but for right now, we're just going to have our chill discussion and talk about his uh, upcoming projects. Excellent. Um, so, from me... Uh, apart from the Twitch uh, streams, I have um, decided to, every two weeks, uh, to dedicate an evening uh, for D&D. Uh, we now do Fumble Books, uh, actually named by your host here, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> is, a, is, a, is a nice way to fame there. But we, um, we've dedicated that evening, uh, as I am the DM, uh, a few of my viewers and mods have decided that they wish to play and uh, I thought it would be a great way of stretching out my role play um, hopefully somebody can recognize some of the voices that I'm uh, capable of doing and <laughs> maybe one day uh, give me some form of voice acting job I do have somebody who is willing to do that if he gets funding but we'll see where that goes um, but that's that's a feature it's, it's sorry it's always about getting like the paper in the right hands, right? That's it. If you can, uh, if you can get noticed by the right people, you are so you're pretty much sorted. Um, that's that's exactly where I'd like to be. I'd love to be a, a some form of voice actor. Um, but the 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 streams are, I don't know. I've just I've had a great turnout for the first year, and uh, I just want to keep it going want to keep it alive and I love the energy that I, I feel when I'm streaming and um, and the the sort of weird things we get into as well we're not just uh, let's play a game and, and, and 
complete it. We're we're more of a a community of of well, not close friends, but definitely friendly. <laughs> um, we shared a lot of strange things. Um, the guys of Simi do uh, furniture building and hair dyeing and some other random things, and they all enjoyed it. Hopefully, we're bringing um, knife making to the uh, to the streams, but Ooh. that's if I can get myself a, a some form of laptop or a camera or something. We'll see. We'll see. Should be good. Um, yeah, because um, I've been on one of your streams before. Yep. Um, and it was a very entertaining but draining experience. Like, keeping that up for, like, the same level of energy up for three hours <laughs> hit me harder than I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I expect people to not kind of try and compete with the same levels as I work at. I guess I have natural born ADHD. <laughs> so I'm always expending energy uh, on, on the streams. And if anybody could try and keep up with the same level, um, I mean, if you can, fair play to you. But sometimes it's 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 hard. Uh, like, to get real, um, sometimes even it drains me like, I could have a 10-hour stream where I'm trying to keep up the same level, and after that, I feel like I need to, you know, sleep for about three days. Because it's a lot of effort. It is. But then you're on the next day anyway. Yeah, so. that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm back on it again the next day because uh, this is what I want to do with my life. I want to do the streaming. Um, I want to dedicate as much time as I can for it. Uh, streaming the D&D and back in the old podcast of the Z team as well is... These are the sort of projects I'd like to work on. So let's um let's hop back into the fumble bucks. You're twice uh you're basically fortnightly pod D and D session with yeah. mods and fans. Yeah. Um, so, How did that come about? Well, the, we um part of the Z team, uh, part of the Z team podcast. Uh, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it uh, as a group. I enjoyed the project. I also, <laughs> I occasionally enjoyed the uh, editing, um, <laughs> but it was, it was nice to be a part of something that was not just fun but could go somewhere. It could actually like instead of playing on the weekends with your friends, I'm playing on the weekends with my friends, and it could possibly um, take off. People could, other people could enjoy it, and I like to share that sort of fun. I guess. Um, and that's the reason I've always had a thought since I started Twitch to maybe see if I can get away with doing one and um, I just started it I just decided that let's do it we didn't have a name when we started we were just a band of ragtag adventurers <laughs> as they all are um, but um, thanks to yourself we now have a name of the Fumble Bucks and uh, that's a challenge in itself uh, the um the writing as being the DM, I was thinking about giving it to somebody else, but as I'm the DM, because I have, I need to have control of the session, because as a streamer's point of view, I would also maybe need to do other stuff in the background. Um, I also don't want to take it down any dark paths that might not be technically, you know, TOS safe. Yeah. So, so being the, so having to choose the, 
the the correct path for your for your um for your uh, team members but um that when i was working full time um it was hard to try and make everything me i couldn't stream every day had to stream on the weekends i um barely had time to to bring up and think up storylines um generally because a lot of my D stuff whenever i'm the dm it, it comes from my head i don't often use the books for creatures or anything of the like so it's um so it became it became very challenging to do all of it within the space of the two weeks even though two weeks sounds like a a really long time it, it is not yeah it's suddenly gone and you're like sorry where did my weeks go and you're it you know you're on saturday morning you've got a session to plan for you got to rush together whatever you can um but now now as i'm focusing more on streaming and youtube because i'm doing a lot more youtube stuff especially the last couple of weeks uh at least one video a day i think i missed one whoops um <laughs> <laughs> we all fall in the trap. You gotta, you gotta keep strong. Yeah, you're battling that algorithm, man. You gotta be careful. Yeah. <laughs> God, don't, don't, don't even. I'll, I'll start. I'll start a rant. I want to start that anyway. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, the fumble books was a a good challenge and a good project for me. Um, the challenges were not only uh, am I full time working getting a story together and doing all that stuff but the other challenges was the players they've come from because they've been um they've come from the viewers from the stream um and some of them from my mods and people i personally know they have very different backgrounds and very different ideas of what the the, the game's going to entail so you can imagine these people with their own different thoughts feelings and backgrounds they're not even that similar like-minded they all like D&D and roleplay great problem is different walks of life different countries even <clears throat> excuse me different countries even you can imagine their characters and their characters thoughts and feelings of their own are going to be wildly different trying to keep them all on the straight and narrow path <laughs> without making it feel as if they are railroaded because i don't often like railroading unless i really have to um, I like to give people the run of the mill, but the problem is if nobody knows what, if nobody has any sort of um, likeness to each other, you can't expect them to keep following each other around. And it's kind of my problem with D&D is I like to bring a bit of realism in it. Yes, it's fantasy, but a bit of realism doesn't hurt. And one of them is if you're not in the story because your character doesn't pursue this goal, you're not in the story. And it's hard to make keep everyone on that track. Like, yeah, you can go where you like, but please stick together. <laughs> like each other, for God's sake. Well, that that's something that you always got to find a problem in, right? It's, you can write as big of a story as you want, but if the players don't want to go along the track, it's like, what do you do, right? You don't want to, and you don't want to disclude people because they just aren't, like, melding with the group with their character or they're not accomplishing goals that you've set out for them and it, it can get a little bit rocky sometimes i know that from a very much experience yeah um and i guess that brings that's why streaming it brings a yet another problem is 
I don't mind if my players, as a DM, I don't mind if my players go, mm, yeah, you know what, we're not going to bother with the story this session, or maybe the next three sessions, we're going to go do our thing, which is over there. Is that okay with you? Yeah, no worries. DM's going to just make it all up on the spot. Mm. No worries. I can do that. That is not a problem. The problem comes from deliberately, or, or, right, deliberately maybe too harsh a word, but actively, um, uh, that still sounds like a bad word to use. But anybody trying to sabotage a storyline, that's a problem. If you're getting in the way of the story to a certain extent, that could be considered a problem. And the thing is, if you're streaming uh, and trying to build up a fan base of this group, but also of the story, people enjoy going with the mm -hmm. story. Um. You can't have uh, certain people trying to disrupt that to a, a gigantic extent. You can't have it so it, it completely, like, say if the world is, is coming to some form of big war and we're meant to have the heroes protect it. If all the heroes say, yeah, we're not going to protect it, we're, we're actually going to, like, sort of help the war manifest, that's not a problem. That is everybody agreeing. But when you... Say if you have one person or two people trying to sabotage the group's efforts, that's not a that's not something you want to run into as a DM who has to think on the spot while streaming. Your you, the fan base, I believe. This is just my personal feelings on it, but I believe the fan base have come to watch the story unfold, to join the team, and to get in tune with the characters. It's difficult to do that if you've got certain um aspects where you can't keep them like agreeing with this being the correct path for the story if you know it, what i'm saying it's basically it, it, somebody just purposely being a monkey wrench just to be a monkey wrench yeah and in that itself while streaming because of people like being disruptive when other people are watching <laughs> So it's it's knowing who you're playing with is definitely a big thing. There are loads of challenges with coming uh, with streaming or with recording a a game. Um, they all have to be without being too harsh. All the players have to be on the level with the DM. They have to they have to kind of go right. We trust the DM not to do the things we don't want to do because the DM wants the story to be good. Um, also to be fair and firm um so yeah there's a load of challenges with with recording and and, and, and um streaming <laughs> games yeah like live streaming games. a D, D session honestly <laughs> watching other people do it and everything and being a part of it it is something of a stressful thing because mm. your mindset is just okay i can just edit this in post right any kind of over downtime can be handled with a simple uh, swipe of the mouse and a click of a key. But whenever you're in the live going, there is no take backs. There is no second chances. Dead time is dead time. And mistakes made live cannot be unchanged. And it's like, <laughs> yep. And, and thinking on your feet becomes something <laughs> you need to have it second nature. You should you got to be able to 
quick fire decisions. Um, I've already said quite a few times I've messed up on uh, the first few uh, sessions oh, we've yeah. done live streaming it, and um, as long as you you've noticed something like right, okay, we'll fix that for next time. Um, you also have to have a group that would talk to each other, having a group that would communicate well and try not to hold too many plans in secret. Yeah, we will like our secrets, but you have to have a group that will communicate um, to to ease the session. Because like you said, if the downtime goes on a bit too long, or if you're... <laughs> I mean, I love doing it, but some people don't. If you're role-playing every um, shopping spree, some people really don't like role-playing shopping sprees. They'd rather just kind of like... Do the transaction. There's your money. There's your item. And you get done. people leaving. Um, be- yeah. If if it's the, it's trying to keep everything as fun for the players, good for the DM, and also lively for the stream. Um, I don't mind personally. I never have, and I sometimes I like doing it. Uh, the the shopping, the role play shopping. A lot of people don't, and they find that is is time almost wasted from a session and i get it because you could t- spend 20 minutes uh role playing and rolling for uh, an interaction with a shopkeeper as opposed to just going right okay pay that i'm oh, gonna do a quick roll see if i can us them down the price failed that roll no worries right there's your money gone it it's it's had a had to have a good balance mine should be focused more on the role playing because that's how i like to play personally um should I find somebody who says otherwise um, to a, uh, you know, strongly disagree with the whole role-playing should be the main focus in the story as well? Um, then I think I might look into it. But at the moment, that's the way I do it. That's the way I like to do it. That's the way I want to do it. Um, but yeah, got to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Got to definitely know what you're doing. No take-backs, no cuts, nothing. You've got to be right there. <laughs> In the action. It's quite exciting. <laughs> this is why whenever we were on your stream, the Z team, I was like, man, <laughs> we're a lot of high energy people. <laughs> and we can make nope. some very risque jokes. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. See, that, yeah, that's. Don't want to hit thing. the. Know your yeah, players. Don't, know your players. It's like, you know, yeah. like, know your players, like their role playing style, but then know your players for mm-hmm. <laughs> some of the shit they say. Because, yeah, the amount of times I've edited our, <laughs> our Z team podcast and been like, oh, okay, can't have that in there. Oh, can't have that in there. There is. Uh, lucky enough, um, Twitch doesn't check up on every single channel and every single VOD. If somebody does flag it, it'll be checked. But um, generally, you can be a bit, <laughs> a bit risky with your uh, your humor choices. Um, but I have an all inclusive stream, and they usually can take a joke pretty well. So I don't. It's, as long as, as long as your guests <laughs> on a channel, whatever you're working on. A podcast or or stream or even a YouTube video are not <coughs> are not um, making deliberately um, offensive jokes in the sense of targeting. I think you're good. Um, crass jokes, being rude, everyone loves it. It's fine. 
<laughs> See, this is why I make fun of everybody so that nobody's offended. <laughs> I guess that's the way around. All right, who am I not oh. making a joke about today? Come on, chat, let me know. But yeah, luckily your your Twitch chat is a very hilarious group of people who can take a joke, so it helps. But they can if they were if they couldn't, they would not come and watch me. Right. <laughs> and um yeah, so the Fumble Bucks, which is your fortnightly game, catch it good lands whenever it is the fortnight that you planned it out to be. Yeah, so yeah, so when this goes live, it will be tonight. Oh shit. Um Yeah. <laughs> um and then two weeks after. So I'll have to put an actual plan schedule somewhere. But uh yeah, that's the plan. So Yeah, it's for this episode of your your podcast interview thing. Uh it will be tonight. Well, tonight would so, be the fifteenth, so tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow for me and yes. you. <laughs> yeah, so good lands. Uh, <laughs> times when you're talking about videos, yeah. huh? <laughs> um So on to other things. So we have been talking about the Z team. This is a podcast that you and I have both been a part of. I am still a part of, and you potentially are joining back in. And I am very excited for that. I can't wait until my first session, proper session, not a one-shot, proper integrated character. Cannot wait. Yep, so me and Sky um, have been conversing, and because I've now put aside my full-time job in order to stream more and focus more on my YouTube and mm. streaming, I've, uh, I've become free. And I miss the podcast i miss you guys missed um, you too buddy i missed the role play oh that's very nice <laughs> i've missed uh, i've missed the entire uh, thing it, it's 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 nice as well for something like that because you get a little bit of feedback you may not get a lot but it's sometimes nice to just go hey six people from the uk have listened to this this month it's like no way that's amazing yeah so it's it's great to get that that back from doing something you love it's also nice to have a good project and um <laughs> so far i haven't met raz too much i haven't played with it like the the one session we did on my stream the one shot um which if anybody is listening to the youtube podcast you will not be able to hear that on uh spotify or anything but it is on my youtube channel uncut so you can uh, go check Link, it out there. Links will be in the show notes. Um, hell yes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so excited to be back on board. I will be playing, hopefully, if me and Sky can actually have a decent conversation about it, I will be playing Rodar, the one and only. Um, we need to talk more in depth because we're umming and ahhing about Rodar and Jeff. Um, Jeff? But yeah, Jeff. So Jeff is a character I made a while ago. He is an insane gnome sorcerer. Um, yeah, he's got really high intelligence, but he's just mental. <laughs> due to um, <laughs> due to how I played it, how I played him before, um, the reason why he was so insane uh, was because of the wild magic, and I made my um, my DM turn the wild magic up to about fifty percent. Uh, so it was ten or below. 
got me a wild magic uh, explosion, which was great. <laughs> it just added to the insaneness of Jeff. Jeff is fun. He barely talks. He communicates mostly in like um, the uh, the little uh, images that they can make as gnomes. Uh, what are they called? Minor illusions. That's the one. Yeah, he generally puts something in his hand and conjure it up and that's how he usually communicates he's really smart though but uh so yeah if not it'll be either jeff or rodar and you've met rodar before <laughs> very enjoyable character that uh i wouldn't mind playing with again and on your t- on your talk of what the wild magic table i always thought that the wild magic table was a little non-effect to say the least we so yeah, so how it usually works is uh, you roll for every leveled spell as a sorcerer, as a wild magic sorcerer, um, and then if it roll, if you roll a 1 on a d20, uh, it pops off, and then you roll a d100 and see what happens. Um, in order to make that a little bit more fun, a little bit more interesting, a little bit more with my character, I made it so if you roll anything below a 10, <laughs> a 10 or below, um, sets off. Uh, the wild magic table, which is a lot of fun because a one just doesn't rolling one number in a d20 is difficult. It's a one in 20 <laughs> chance. Ba, ba, ba. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, what I, what I always thought was a little curious to me is why the number didn't go up with the higher casting of spell that you did, right? So, like, you did a second level. Well, two or lower will get you third level, three or lower, you know? That's a great but idea. It, it, but they didn't do it. Like, Come on, guys. No. This was the simplest and coolest thing you could have done. But no, we'll just keep it to mm. one static number. No. <laughs> if you if you follow the if you follow the rule book um, to the letter, technically number, uh, you will always have to put up with that rule. That's why you gotta have uh, those um, those uh, fluid DMs. It's not even a so you can balancing just... issue. The thing is, wild magic is so powerful. You don't want it to go off too much, too too often, because I've had that happen. I mean, sure, if you're a level one of fireball, at your feet's gonna. Yeah. And it it's not one fireball. I think it's is it. No, it's just fireballs? one fireball that goes off right at you, but oh, it's okay. centered at your feet. <laughs> yes. This <laughs> is a boosh. Oh, so say goodness. if your fighter and your cleric were protecting you while you were channeling up just a simple. Little magic missile, and you blow your half your party away. Whoops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On session because three, minimalistic fireball is what is it? Eight d six. So that would be like thirty as a minimum, or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Eight d six. Oh my gosh, I am screwing up on my magic. My math. That's thirty two, right? No, that's way no. higher than that. Oh my god. <laughs> 12, 12, 12, 12. Jesus. 48. It's oh like my 48. god. Yeah, more like 48. <laughs> that's a whole load of 48 damage if you get maxed. Can, can you tell how tired Nobody. I am? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is surviving a max fireball at that no. level. Um. But yeah, I always thought that was a bit of a balancing issue. But I, I'm excited to see whatever character you bring back onto the Z team. Um, and uh, which, by the way, uh, Sky gave me a fun little item, which is a great axe. 
that uses finesse. Oh, wow. And I'm using it, and I'm allowed to use it as a halfling. That is amazing. <laughs> a great axe that uses yep. decks. I like so that. So basically, you have this little halfling who's like three foot tall using like a six foot axe. <laughs> you watch if I do bring Rhoda back. He'll be trying to steal that off. Artemis Red will eat you. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, so catch Rodar soon on the Z team as well. And me there as well. I do a lot of podcasting. Man, I'm a busy, busy boy. Uh, <laughs> it's good to have a life on the internet. <laughs> I mean, it's how I met a lot of people I know today and how I ended up going over to the UK to hang out with you, so. There we go, see? See, people? This is this is the way forward. Yeah, make friends on the internet. Eventually Podcasts. see them once you know that they're not a psycho killer. <laughs> Yeah, although, well, I wouldn't say I'm not psycho, but I haven't killed anybody, so you good. I am bigger than you. I was not afraid. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's a manlet, I think. That's nice. <laughs> well, we're coming closer to the end, so let's talk about any future projects besides um, more of the Fumble Bucks, more of your streaming, and more of um, the Z-Team stuff. Anything else on the burners? Well, only the possibility of doing a bit of voice acting. Uh, apparently, somebody has me in line of doing the voices for a warrior. I can't give too many details of it yet, mostly because nothing's been NDAs. confirmed. That's um, what you say. Just NDAs are preventing you from speaking more about it. <laughs> pretty much. Um, more, it's, uh, it's more that I don't know enough about mm. it yet. I have been I have been given the the this sort of poke that I might have some form of voice acting job, uh, and hopefully that will lead to more. And that's that's the only thing I got left, just the streams, the YouTube's, the podcasts, and hopefully this voice acting job, which will be awesome. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to the end of the interview, and as always. Me and my guest will give a piece of insight for you to carry forward into your games and potentially into your actual life. Uh, so uh, if you want me to, I can start first just to get your brain rolling. Um, <laughs> sure thing. This was new. No, th we did this last time. Yeah, I had you, you say a piece of insight. <laughs> and you can hear Rodar's insight last time if you go back to the old episode. But... My piece of insight, this is more game-related, is have your players do a lot of their shopping off-screen and then have them tell you what they did. That way you already have all the math figured out, all the gold separated and paid, and you're good to go, right? It, like, you can role-play a shopping trip, but not everybody wants to go to the mall every single day, Right? like i loathe shopping i hate every minute of it if i can get out in like 10 minutes i get out in 10 minutes close close shopping is the worst case scenario of that but yeah just do a little bit of that stuff off screen and uh it um can really add to convenience of game for you and your players that's my insight i like that one i'll uh if i may just build on that slightly mm -hmm. um either 
do it off screen or have really, really interesting shopkeepers to the point where you want to interact with them as opposed to uh, just being a generic, this is a shopkeeper. Make it more of an interesting uh, interaction rather than just boring and straightforward. If that doesn't work, do it all off screen. So much better. My insight then, I guess would be, this was a probably a personal one for me, is trust your DM. Get to know him or her and trust them. Because they won't necessarily know what's best for you, but they have their own plans and they're the one writing your story. So trust that they know what they're doing and... If they're not assholes, they have your best interests, the player's best interests, and the character's best interests at heart. So make sure you trust them. And to build upon yours, trust that they will know how to also involve your character richly into the story. Mm. Like, players provide that background to the DM, which gives them more ammo to do something, like maybe make a lord that they had planned out tie into your interesting inheritor background of, oh, I have my inheritance on the line, but this evil uncle is trying to steal it from my parents or something like that, right? And then the evil uncle turned out to be an evil, truly evil uncle who is trying to raise an undead army of the... (laughs) (laughs) It's fun stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's... Well, Rodar, I want to thank you for joining the show and uh, doing another interview. Uh, This is where you're going to now start putting in plugs that I can also put in the show notes. Okie dokie. Right then, well, first off, thanks Mm -hmm. for having me. For the second time, I feel very honored. Um, And your plugs being uh, are my Twitch, so twitch.tv forward slash engines the stone. I've got my YouTube, which is just engines the stone. Um, we do the Z Team podcast, which you know about and probably have memorized a lot better than I have. Spotify and Podbean and all that jazz. Um, I think that's me for plugs. All right, thank you. Thanks, you. Yeah. Thanks once again for coming on, Radar. Really a pleasure every time. I appreciate it and I love it. And to Anytime. you, you wonderful listeners, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Insight, and we'll catch you next month. See ya. Bye.